In a world where Rochelle never watched a single Marvel Cinematic Universe film, she unexpectedly became a fan of WandaVision. Chaos and confusion ensued. She had questions. Jay, the resident MCU expert, also known as The Husband, tried to answer these burning questions to no avail. She required more knowledge. Out of this mayhem was born the Marvel-less podcast. Join Rochelle on her cinematic adventure as she bravely watches every single MCU film and valiantly asks her husband Jay thousands of questions. Warning, spoilers, a lot of them, and tons and tons of strong language. Now, let's assemble! Hello, and welcome to episode 23, where we are going to be talking about the Avengers Age of Ultron. And for this week's Noted, we're going to briefly note where folks are listening from, because this is quite the variance of places, and it's pretty cool. So we've got Washington, Virginia, California, Pennsylvania, District of Columbia, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Florida, Texas, North Carolina, Georgia, Louisiana, Oregon, Michigan, Alabama, Hawaii, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Kentucky, Tennessee. Those are the main places in the U.S. And we have folks in Hess, Germany. Don't really know where that is. Maybe we'll create a little map. We also have folks in Alberta, Canada. If you've got access to that grade A Alberta, <laughs> Alberta beef. beef. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're jealous. Um, we've got folks in Auckland, New Zealand. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, we have folks in France, but not enough data to actually tell us where you're from. We have folks in England, which is pretty cool. And we have folks in, oh lord, uh, Gujarat, India. I am sure I butchered that. So I am sorry. Um, and we also have folks from the Philippines. So. So cool. Yeah. If you are listening to this and you are from one of those places and you want to leave a shout out, um, that would be really cool. And if you're a new listener and you want to let us know where you're listening from that is also really cool because yeah. it's interesting to like see how people find it yeah I if would they're also, not our friends well yeah <laughs> if you don't know us personally i would love to hear how you heard about this yeah. yeah and then if you do know us or if you have been listening please rate and review um because that helps other people find us yeah and we want more people to find us because i think we're funny <laughs> do you think we're funny i think we're hilarious i have to confess i haven't listened to a single episode oh i well, hate the sound of my own voice yeah i know you do but i listen to them every once in a while so that way okay. i can remember the things i say about the movies we watch because yeah. i have no short-term memory i've started listening slightly now so that i can do somewhat of a mix before we upload them yeah so i listen for like five minutes and then i get sick of hearing myself and i upload it yeah. No, or I give it to you to upload. That's totally fair. Yeah. So for this <clears throat> week's movie synopsis, we are doing Avengers Age of Ultron, which I think I rambled a little bit last week about like, or last episode about being like, oh, this AI technology thing is created and tries to destroy the world. 
I wasn't far off, but it blew my mind hole when it literally said, (laughs) Tony Stark unwittingly creates an AI monster bent on destroying mankind. Yeah. I did not expect that. Yeah. Nope, not at all. It's a pretty good description of the plot. Holy crap. (laughs) I was mind blown. Um, Yeah, so Jay. Mind stone blown? Oh my god. You're oh, welcome. is it too early for Marvel-esque puns? Here on night. Hashtag no. Marvel puns? Never too early. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Jay, can you tell us what happened in the first half of yeah. this movie? Yeah, I'm going to so try to. So much happened. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is my a God. messy bitch of a movie oh, so far. Oh, Lord. I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. So, we pretty much um, come in where um, Iron Man 2 left off. The Avengers are storming what they hope is the last Hydra facility um, to get Loki's scepter because it's in the last Hydra base in Sokovia. Um, Strucker, who we met in the post credit scene of um, Captain America 2, um, unleashes the twins from that post credit scene. So um, Wanda and Pietro Maximoff um, yeah, after majority of the fighting, Natasha is able to calm down the Hulk and change him back into Bruce. So there's some, uh, there's another, I guess, romantic, or there is a almost romantic layer to their relationship, which gets explored more. Um, Iron Man is about to grab the scepter and Wanda implants a nightmare. False, false, false reality. Yeah. Fear. His worst fear. Yes. She shows him. His worst fear as if it is an inevitable reality, um, which his worst fear is the Avengers dying. Um, with that in mind, he grabs the scepter, and that is the intro to our film. Um, at the Avengers HQ, there's a doctor, I forgot her name, Cho? Cho. Helen yeah. Cho. Yes, Dr. Helen Cho, who is, I forgot if they said what kind of doctor she is. Geneticist. But, yes, she's a geneticist, so she essentially is creating... Um, a cradle slash machine to rebuild tissue. Um, Clint actually gets hurt in the fight. He gets shot and she's able to pretty much like give him brand new tissue. tissue. Yeah, which is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, some organic tissue repair ew, stuff. Ew, ew. Um, the Avengers bring the scepter to uh, HQ and Tony and Bruce run some analysis. They experiment on it. Um, turns out it has the ability, essentially, to create AI, even though it sounds like a terrible idea. Um, Tony decides to use the scepter to help, um, fuel his Iron Legion, which essentially is a, a program in which all of these, like, AI-controlled Iron Man suits help protect the world so the Avengers don't have to. Yep. Um, he calls it a suit of armor around the world. Um, the only person he tells is Bruce because it's a bad fucking idea. Um, and it seems like they fail, but as they walk away, the program comes online and Ultron is born. Um, Ultron shares space with Jarvis for a little bit. Um, and then it becomes very clear that Ultron, uh, Ultron is somewhat hostile and kills, disassembles, turns off. Terminates. Terminates right. Jarvis. Oh my god, is this actually a prequel to the Terminator? Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The Avengers are celebrating their recent success in finding the Scepter and taking down Hydra. Um, during the party, a malfunctioning droid comes out, or what they think is a malfunctioning droid. Also, why is he wet? <laughs> I guess it's oil? I don't know. It's weird. Um, and it's Ultron saying he's on a mission. Um, his mission is peace in our time. Um... And he unleashes a bunch of droids. Um, his real mission is to destroy the Avengers. Um, and he steals the scepter and goes away. Um, and then we cut to an abandoned church in Sokovia. And Ultron has gotten a new iron body of some sort. And he has... Rec- Which is dope as hell. It is pretty dope. Um, he's also recruited... Um, the Maximoffs, Wanda and Pietro, because of their hate for Tony Stark, essentially. Um, Ultron utilized the old Hydra base to start building his own Iron Legion of sorts. Um, yeah, a bunch of suits with his, like, hive mind. Um, the Avengers confront him and the twins. Um, they're off the coast of Africa because they were um, buying a vibranium from Ulysses Claw. Vibranium is the strongest metal on earth and it comes from wakanda fun fact wakanda forever um during the fight uh wanda uses her nightmare mind magic stuff on thor natasha steve and last but not least bruce banner which is a big fucking uh uh-oh um bruce loses this shit becomes the hulk rampages and essentially starts destroying this african city i'm not sure if they ever named it um no they just said they were off the ivory coast yeah the only avenger who is of sound ish mind enough to go after him is tony and tony breaks out his grand hulkbuster armor it's a whole thing they fuck up an entire city it's on the news all that shit um and no one's in good spirits after this obviously they essentially lost their first fight against Ultron and the Maximoff twins. Um, Hawkeye takes everyone to a safe house, quote unquote, which ends up being his house. He has a wife and kids and a like ranch farmhouse that um, Nick Fury helped them take off the grid. So not even shield slash Hydra slash what is it now? Uh, I'm not sure. I forgot. It's something. But uh, no one knows about it. And the rest of the Avengers had no idea that um, he even had this. Um, Thor leaves. Um, He goes to Europe to find uh, Dr. Selvig Mm -hmm. to help him follow up on the uh, nightmare vision reality thing that Wanda showed him. Yep. Um, We cut to the genetics lab uh, with Dr. Cho. And Ultron is there, and Ultron wants her to make him a synthetic body. Um, and then we cut back to uh, Clint's house slash ranch. Uh, Natasha essentially confesses her love for Bruce, and Bruce doesn't reject her, but gives this notion that it would never, never work out. But they both come to the conclusion that it might if they both go on the run disappear mm-hmm. leave this whole life behind them um there's a lot of rising tension between steve and tony uh captain america fucking rips a log in half which is the funniest <laughs> funniest frame of this movie so far 
Um, and um, while Tony is in uh, Clint's shed fixing his tractor, guess who pops the fuck up? Nick Fury. Um, Nick Fury helps them locate Ultron, essentially. Gives them a really good pep talk. They try to get the Avengers back together. And lets them know that Ultron's real mission objective is global destruction because he wants mankind to evolve and apparently mankind cannot evolve unless it's destroyed and you start over essentially um and then we cut to the lab with dr cho who's under mind control because ultron used the scepter on her um he breaks the scepter and pulls out a motherfucking infinity stone um more specifically the mind stone and they use the Mind Stone, the Vibranium, which is the strongest metal on Earth, and all of her, I guess, organic tissue that she's made Ugh. to create this crazy durable body that Ultron plans to inhabit. And that is where we left off. Oh, my God. So, you already know that this body is Vision. Yeah, and I feel like I know too... Not that I know too much... But I, because I watched WandaVision, I have these, like, random <clears throat> tidbits of shit that I know. Yeah. For instance, I knew that the Maximoff twins volunteered to be a part of this project because Tony Stark's missiles or shells or whatever were the one their shells, that killed their parents. Yes. And then they sat there and... Had she Wanda was fixated on the shell that read Stark for two days. Yeah. So like I knew that I knew that. Well, you knew that. So that was a new development at the time because, like, up to this movie, we just thought it's because it just it was a dud, right? Yeah. But then you find out later in WandaVision that her fixation she she has natural powers. Yeah. Yeah, that she has natural powers, and I don't even think at this point she has realized that she has natural powers. No. But I know from WandaVision <laughs> that she actually, her and her brother have some, are predisposed to be, what did Thor call himself? Extraordinary? Enhanced. Enhanced. There we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've got, so that, I kind of went into it and as they're talking about them, they're like, why would they do that? I'm like, oh, I know why. Because of these things. Yeah. And then um, I... I had thought that at some point Vision would be created, but I didn't realize that Vision was created to be Ultron. Mm-hmm. I thought that Vision was going to be created to fight Ultron. Nope. Yeah, so I was very wrong on that. <laughs> um, kind of. Because, like, Vision wasn't created. Well, yeah, Ultron kind of created Vision, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I wonder if... I know we're jumping way ahead here, but... Yeah. How... S- like Selvig, he even though he was mind controlled by the scepter, he still put in a fail safe into the thing that was supposed to like open yeah. up. So fucking Star Wars shit. Well, yeah. So <laughs> so it'll. I'm interested to see if Cho, even though she was under this whole mind thing, mm-hmm. if she put some type of fail safe in there Ooh. unknowingly mm-hmm. or knowingly, subconsciously. Yeah. Um. To help the avengers when we get there Uh so i don't know who knows 
Um, yeah, we just, again, my whoop strap is supposed to be here in the next week or two, (laughs) and I don't know if these, like, seated cardio sessions are, like, good for my long-term health or detrimental to it. I don't think it's either. Yeah, so, um, oh my god, we jump... Hmm? Sorry, I say it would be cool to partner with Whoop for some sort of analysis, though. <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, hit him up and be like, "Hey, buds, this is what's happening." Yeah. So yeah, I'm pumped. Like once we, because I kept telling you, I was like, "Feel my wrist, feel my wrist," um, because like my heart rate would just like spike. Yeah. Um, not even when anything scary happens, but when it's just like prolonged suspense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, There's God. a lot of prolonged, like suspenseful music in shots and filters in this film that don't pay off yeah 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 not in a bad way but it's just like you expect something scary to jump out at you and it's not what happens i hate suspense just for suspense sake (laughs) it's annoying but so we start off the movie by and again i knew it was called the avengers but i did not think that they were just gonna like leap right into a battle scene yeah and so i literally i just started typing out i was like oh there's natasha and hawkeye and um iron man and i was like oh shit it's fucking everybody i was like it's the adventures (laughs) i was like they're all there okay um one of the again this the dynamic of everybody is really funny because they have such different personalities and i think in normal circumstances they would never actively choose to work together so um for instance when tony runs into a force field and yells shit and captain yell or says language (laughs) like involuntarily like stuff like that is really entertaining because then that's something they're never gonna let him forget i love (laughs) yes i love that yeah um it is oh i i wrote cap fucking throws his motorcycle at hydra agents (laughs) they're Again, like the the choreography of the fighting here is so entertaining. It is, yeah. Because everyone is doing something and it's you can tell that they're doing things to like not not to kill people intentionally, right? Right. But they're doing things to like incapacitate them to like get out of the way. Correct. So yeah, that's just like all really funny. <sighs> Man, it was the kind of back and forth between the original, it's not Stuber, but like the original, the two last Hydra holdouts. Oh, Strucker and the other dude. Yeah, Strucker and the other dude where they're kind of like bickering about what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they really set the scene for Wanda and Pietro to then like set up Tony, right, for creating Ultra. Yeah. Like, Wanda knew exactly what she was doing when she, like, mind-fucked Tony and allowed him to take the technology. Yeah. Because she was like, this is... I think the technology that he took could not have been used for good. Like, I think the way that it was coded was not going to allow it to be used for good. Yeah. So, inherently, you can't take an evil thing and code it to be good. So, but he took it and was like, oh, well, this is just technology is technology, so we're going to use this AI. Well, he took the Mind Stone. Or, well, he took the Scepter. Yeah, he took the Scepter. And all their files. Yeah, and the the technology around the Scepter was AI. 
right? Yeah. Is that yeah. how I'm understanding kind it? Kind of. He didn't know it at the time. But they were using the power of the scepter, a.k.a. the Mind Stone, oh, okay. and creating AI out of that. So he didn't okay. steal AI. He stole the scepter and then discovered that it was capable of fueling AI. Which Wanda knew. I'm sure she had to have known. I don't know how much she knew. Because she said something of, like, she wasn't expecting Ultron, but she knew that Tony... She knew Tony would do some dumb shit, essentially. Yeah. 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 And I think, like, she set him up to... So as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he... I was like, okay, I understand now how he does this because he's trying to, like, stop something before it starts. Yes. Yeah, and that tied really nicely back to Captain saying to him when they're chopping wood or ripping wood apart by hand (laughs) that... I think he said something along the lines of, like, more innocent di- men die when you try to stop a conflict before it starts. Yeah. Uh, every time you try to stop a war before it starts, innocent people die. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. That was close. Yeah. So, yeah. that, I appreciate that they, like, they're acknowledging. Yeah. I, I do love how they fueled the tension. Because, like, I don't think anyone's wrong. Yeah. No one's right. Yeah. Right? Like, Tony's intentions weren't bad. Nope. But the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. <laughs> and again, it's impact over intent, right? Right. Like, his intent was good, but the impact was. was to create a fucking murder bot. Do you learn that from me? <laughs> what? Impact over intention? In- yeah, impact versus intent. I learned that from my father. Uh, I learned... God, me and Gary have so much in common. Yes. Uh. Yes, you do. But you are different enough. Yes. <laughs> I am not a white male in my 60s. Nope, you are absolutely not. I, one of the things I appreciate about you. <laughs> so, um, the I think this was like a proving ground for the twins, right? Like, they've been fucked around with for, at this we don't know how many years at this point, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they keep calling him young and punks and shit, so maybe they're in their late teens or early 20s. Yeah. Um. But they've been tortured, essentially, for this long time. And then this is finally a time where they can, like, test their powers out and begin to avenge their parents' deaths. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to see, like, Pietro zooming around and, like, fucking with people. And mm-hmm. um, I think he told Captain, like, oh, you're going to have to run faster than that. Or can you catch me or some shit like that? Um, Hawkeye. Okay. And he goes, you didn't see that coming? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was... It was cool, like, Pietro, his talents seem less scary than Wanda, and Wanda seems like a straight-up psychopath. <laughs> like, especially after she mindfucked Tony, and then the, was it Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah. The grin on Elizabeth Olsen's face was straight-up chilling. Oh, when he takes the scepter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah, she played that really well. Ah. I think... Well, well, because that's like that's the dude she that like killed her parents, right? Oh, yeah, God, it's sweet, sweet revenge. Um, yeah. Side note, um, I think the next Marvel movie coming out is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. in which uh, Elizabeth Olsen is in. The previews come out, so like it's not spoiled. She's in it. Yeah, and the director, I believe, is Sam Raimi who was a horror movie director who inadvertently launched Bruce Campbell's career. He did, like, Evil Dead and all that shit. Oh. And he oh, said... I love, oh, my God, Bruce Campbell's so good. He got to lean into his horror roots. Interesting. In Multiverse of Madness. 
which comes out, I think, in March. I don't think we'll be through all the movies by then. No. But you'll see it. I'm going to go see it, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm still going through the movies. Like, yeah. I saw Spider-Man No Way Home when it came out. I've but seen yeah, you Eternals saw the Eternals. Yeah, you've seen all of them. Shang-Chi. Because you have the context. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that was cool to kind of see that. And then they also show the huge cache of weapons, right? They show, like, the factory to create whatever their version of droids are. They see, like, the weird um, uh, dragon-looking thing. Oh, the giant uh, Chitari creature thing. Oh, is that what they're called? The Chitaris? Yeah, the Chitari were the, like, aliens from the first Avengers. Oh, okay. And that that was their giant thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you see that. I'm like, okay, they're not showing this just for funsies. Like, this is going to come back. Mm-hmm. And you also have, like you mentioned, there was that scene between Bruce and um, the Scarlet Witch. Natasha. There we go. Natasha's the Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. So as he's hulked out, she's the one that can calm him down. Mm-hmm. And... I think they talked about how there was like a lullaby or something, but that's yeah. where you really start to see kind of like the like romantic tension or sexual tension, mm-hmm. whatever it is between them, and that she seemed to like deeply care about him. Yes. Which I did not realize was a thing in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was I... a happy surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, neat. Like yeah. the most badass person and um, the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was and like, that's, the Hulk. Pre- that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there was some, like, ridiculous product placement of Beats headphones <laughs> on Bruce Banner when he's listening to classical music in the ship. Yeah. Well, I think, I wonder, we'd have to Google the timeline, but I think this is actually, like, not too far out from when Beats, or from when Apple bought Beats. Mm. So, like, Apple has a thing where, um, in any, like, movie that Apple products are in, villains cannot have apple products so like villains won't have iphones or anything but the heroes will so of course hulk is listening to beats headphones but okay so also that that feels like that feels pretty fucked up as far like so all of the villains have androids i mean what type of fucking messaging is that they don't specify there's more phones than just androids and iphones okay so what all of them have like google phones (laughs) (laughs) if we're in the the... (laughs) they all have windows phones i don't know some phone no one gives a shit about that's actually the through line between the this entire franchise is microsoft versus apple (laughs) it's actually just ios (laughs) ios versus android yep I I hate the whole like phone class shit because I've had both. Yeah, well, and like iPhones are just they're not special anymore. No, but like at this time, like, so we just fucked up any sort of sponsorship we'd ever have from Apple. We're recording this on a uh, a MacBook Air. If anyone out there is listening, <laughs> <laughs> and I have my MacBook Pro just sitting in the corner. Oh, we fancy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I have a... I do not have any of those. Oh, so... As we... So, Hawkeye is injured. 
mm-hmm. and that's when they call in Helen Cho. Mm-hmm. And then she's doing the regenerative stuff yeah. to his tissues. Mm-hmm. Not tissues. To his <laughs> tissue. Um, he's not crying. He just got or fucked up. going to town on himself. Yeah. Ew, gross. I got that from how I met your father. Yeah. Um, at the end, we'll have to do Rex. We'll have to do recommendations. Because, yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. So, at that point, my thought was, okay, she's going to be important later, and I don't really know why. Because, like, why would they have this random scientist in here? I'm glad that you have those thoughts. Yeah. I was like, okay. I don't. <laughs> um, and then at that point, it's also important because he, Clint says like i don't have a girlfriend so he like makes the statement i do not have a girlfriend and i noted that as well yeah so they're also talking about like we have to revel in our victory so they're gonna have this party i was like something bad is gonna happen at the party (laughs) because like that's usually what happens right they have this big event or not even a big event but i'm like something bad is about to happen here yeah i deeply appreciate that maria hill is back and has a seemingly a much bigger role in this movie because she's the real mvp through and through regardless of what's happening she yeah i mean you find out she's an extremely loyal person especially when uh fury comes back yeah yeah oh 100 mm-hmm. yeah like she's like a fuck bitches make money type of a person yeah yeah so she briefs on the maximoff twins cap make some comment about like oh who would volunteer their body for science to you know save their who country like german scientist experiment on them. oh is that yeah because that's exactly what for he did country or some shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the pointed look that he gave her was amazing yeah and she was this like this is maybe the first time i actually caught that because mm. like once again like you and i are watching these in like pretty rapid secession yeah but like this came out years after the first america uh the first captain america Mm. so like the joke didn't land with me the first time i watched this okay but it did this time because you know we watched captain america what four months ago yeah yeah lord (laughs) um my next question was will the iron legion become ultron yes (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Because then we start to see, like, Jarvis is looking at the scepter, decoding it. They keep... I also hate that... I hope that Tony gets over his, like, compulsion for secrecy. Because Tony didn't want to tell the rest of the team about the idea of Ultron and that, like, he he was going to try to create Ultron. Yeah. And that came back and ruined him in a big way. Or created a lot more problems for him than was necessary. Yes. And I hope that he... Because, like, he's not special. And just because he has billions of dollars doesn't mean he gets to make decisions like this. Yeah. But he does. Because he has this complex where he's like, (laughs) no, no, no. I know what's right. And I've seen what could happen. Yeah. Well, I also, like, looking back on it, I that's a thought I had. But also, like, they're not... I mean, they're a team, but if you think about it, they're what, like, a year into knowing each other at this point? It's not like they've done this their whole lives, right? Like, they all have their own, like, um, I don't know, they have their own initiatives, their own priorities, right? So... But didn't you say last time that trauma brings people together? Yeah. Nothing builds teams like trauma? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Trauma does bring people together more than anything else, in my opinion. But I I don't know. Looking at it, like, they're not as much of a team as, like, I thought they were in the beginning. Sure. Because, like, you know, as real time passes, you think the time passes in the movie. But it didn't. Like, this is, what, maybe six months to a year after New York? And, we like, don't know because... The they... timelines are not clear because oh, <laughs> they don't tell us. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the timelines get way fucking weirder way later. Um, but, like, they haven't been around each other for that long. Like, they're not best friends who grew up doing this shit. Like, they, they're co-workers, yeah. essentially. But so, like... their stakes are a little higher than normal co-workers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh... But you know what I mean? Like, there's no... I... Not that I agree with Tony... But I kind of understand why he went the direction that he did. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole point is like trying to make him somewhat relatable. Um, I understand it, but fuck him because that wasn't his choice to make. And like. I cannot wait for two movies from now. Uh, I don't even know what's two movies from now. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. No, I am not. Like he. His, he's just, like, such a freaking white dude. I already know who... They're all white dudes. Yeah, but, like, he's the worst of the white dudes. Is he, though? I mean... See, I, we haven't gotten to Civil War, and I'm so excited, because I know, like, what side you're going to be on, and I know we're not going to be on the same side. <sighs> and I love it. That's okay. We both... Like, you love the way How I Met Your Mother ended, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> so, yes. We're going to have to take a poll at the end of all this Marvel shit about How I Met Your Mother. Because okay. we both have very strong feelings. And I know a couple of our listeners in particular have very strong <laughs> feelings about being a How I Met Your Mother. And I know that my opinion's not the most popular opinion, but I love the original ending to How I Met Your Mother. That doesn't make it. It, it isn't always valid. Robin. That doesn't always make it. Robin. Sure. Yes. Whatever. Spoiler alert for How I Met Your Mother if you haven't watched it. It's fine. We have spoilers for everything. Yeah, it ended like seven years ago. Yeah. If you haven't watched it by now, you should watch it. <laughs> They've already made a spin-off. Oh, so, yeah, fucking Tony, man. <laughs> They're all white dudes, though. That, yeah, but he has the most... So, he has the most, like, mediocre white dude complex without being mediocre. Like, oh, he's I really... Mm, I think Captain America has the most mediocre white male complex without being mediocre but captain america was small and insignificant and knows what it's like to be bullied but he always thinks his morals matter than everyone else's yeah he thinks he's the most moral person i don't and he's not i don't agree with that mm. i don't agree that he is the most moral person no i'm not saying he is he yeah. thinks he is i don't think so i don't know they're all, but again, why are they all white? <laughs> like, that's another thing. They just haven't introduced the black ones yet. There, yeah, Falcon. Th there shouldn't be just one black one or two black ones. Because we also have, that's not that many. The main ones are all fucking white dudes and one white woman. Big fucking whoop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's his whole thing. It's fucking mediocre white male complex, and I'm fucking over it. They get better in phase four. Well, we're in phase two. Yeah. <laughs> so we're balls deep in this fucking mediocre white male shit. Uh, so, talking about mediocre white males, um, let's talk about Thor's hammer. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I have seen, I have not seen the whole scene before, but I have seen the, I've seen the scene. (laughs) I have viewed the scene where it gives just the tiniest bit for Cap. Yeah. And the look on Thor's face (laughs) is on, he's like, okay, shut it down. Let's shut it down. (laughs) Well, you see how um, Cap like just gives up. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could have picked it up. Yeah, I think he felt it and was like, mm, maybe, yeah. maybe not maybe the right not time. Right now. <laughs> yeah, because I think that comes back later. Doesn't he use? I think he uses the fucking hammer in Infinity Wars. No. Okay. Well, I think that comes back later, and I don't know how. Okay. Or why. But I think if anyone is going to be worthy, it's going to be Captain America. Mm. And if Captain America can mm-hmm. fucking swing that hammer, I am here for it. <laughs> It does come back at some point. Yeah. Well, it's not in Infinity War, though. Okay. Well, because, like, so if you think about it, it's like a boomerang, right? Mm-hmm. Boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. And... No one's going to get that. That's fine. Have you... We've done that before. I think oh, we've I, talked about the Uncluded on this podcast. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. If you are listening to this, you should look up the song Boomerang by the Uncluded. Boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. So... He has a lot of experience with a boomerang-like object because that is how he wields his shield. Yes. So, I mean, the practical application of skill, he already has it. It's just a different shape. Yeah. It's like a frisbee versus like a... Hammer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I also love that. Ultron had a quote. Because he was talking about vibranium, because that's what Cap Shield was made out of. Yeah. And he's like, the strongest metal in the world, and they use it to make a frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does have some good one-liners. Dude, I love James Spader's voice acting. Oh, acting my God. In general. He, as he's waking up, that scene is so scary. Yeah, his voice acting in there is amazing. He He's like, this doesn't feel right. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> he sounded like a villain. He's like, we're having a good talk. It makes your skin so good. Yeah, and him just deciding, like, you're not going to do that as he, like, shuts Jarvis down. Yeah. You're like, oh, no. This is this is <laughs> the not The visuals good. for that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because it looked like something out of The Matrix. It did. Which isn't The Matrix just, like, coding and shit? I don't know. That's yeah, another kinda. That's another movie I haven't seen. The Matrix? Yeah. First one's good. Okay. Yeah, I know nothing about The Matrix. So, yeah. It's also very convenient that all of the trials fail to sink the Ultron to a body or to a droid until he leaves the room. Yeah. And, of course, it's, you know, he's headed down to the party and you're like, okay, this is happening. So then the whole party, we're just sitting there and we're seeing all of these different, like, you know, character arcs and interactions, and they're all relatively interesting. And mm-hmm. um, it's ver- it's really precious how um, what is uh, what is Don Cheadle's character called? War? No, War Machine. War Machine. Yeah. It's funny how War Machine is trying so hard to like impress the Avengers, and they're just <laughs> like, "Wait, that's the punchline? <laughs> you threw the tank at him? Boom! You looking for this?" <laughs> Just look at him. Yeah, and usually kills. Oh, and then Maria Hill just like roasts Iron Man and Thor. (laughs) She's just savage. She is, and I feel like she brings really strong Robin energy into this role, (laughs) and I appreciate that. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And the flirting between Natasha and Bruce is precious Mm -hmm. and heartbreaking because Bruce has no idea what to do. (laughs) No idea. No. And his self-loathing is heartbreaking. Like, he truly hates himself. He hates himself so much. I mean, I feel like they both do, which is why they connect so well. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, and I guess we'll see in the last half or in future movies if they actually like get together. But Mm -hmm. like, I think that's going to be like, I know she hates herself, but like he hates himself more is what it kind of seems like. That's fair. And I think that he, he hasn't like figured out how to like under like conceptualize his self-hatred. Yeah, well, I mean, he's newer at it, right? Like, he's only been the Hulk for a few years. Natasha was, like, raised to be what she is. God. So, I think... I don't think he hates himself more. I think she's further on her journey of making peace with what she's done than he Mm. is. Yeah. Well, granted, she's probably killed a couple dozen people. He's leveled entire cities. You think only a couple dozen people? I don't know. I don't know her body count. Jeez. Probably tens of dozens, but, like, he's, you know, caused destruction on mass scales. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they're, they're flirting just, like, it felt dangerous. <laughs> you were yeah. like, he's a nerd. He's never been hit on by somebody, like, this dangerous before. No, no, no. His last girlfriend was a... Was she... What did she teach? She whispered. <laughs> she was a whisper. Liv Tyler comes back in this movie, by the way. Like this. Does she? No, absolutely not. Do we hear a lot of this? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't. She has one volume. Yeah. So the. It was also just entertaining how the small talk was very, like, coded (laughs) as far as, like, who was it that was um cap was asking falcon i appreciate that the falcon was there mm-hmm. and he's like oh like i don't know how he framed it but falcon was like oh no i'm just working on that missing persons case oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we're talking about and also in 2014 they were already talking about how high rents were in brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> no fucking idea how bad it got oh man no yeah. they have no idea i also love the fact that they were talking about money because that comes back like, way further down the line. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because, like, how do you work for... How are you an Avenger, but you can't afford an apartment in Brooklyn? Well, the, does he get paid? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All that comes up way later. Like, phase four. Oh. Yeah. I think they... I, I feel like when they were writing things for phase four, they brought a couple normal people mm. into the writing room. And they're okay. like, what questions do you have? And someone raised their hand and was like, do these motherfuckers get paid? <laughs> do ha- how do they buy groceries? <laughs> do they just steal? <laughs> oh. Um, this was also around the same time that I started to like have a fit as I realized that Jarvis had just been taken out. And that Jarvis controls like literally everything. Yeah. Like everything mm-hmm. in the house. Like he controls everything. Yeah. And I started tweaking out. Was you like, were tweaking out when you saw Ultron take over Jarvis. 
yeah i was like cool so like he can't use a phone he doesn't have i mean it wasn't quite that extreme but i was like he has nothing yeah well they found um claw with fucking paper files right like they brought out the (laughs) the physical files oh my god (laughs) i twitched a little bit because when i used to work in hr i had to do like records retention stuff yeah i remember at some point seeing one of those boxes and like god fucking damn it oh so yeah i saw that and i was like oh oh i never want to see one of those again it was also just so sad that cap says to bruce it's so sweet what's happening between you and natasha and he's like i'm the world's leading authority on waiting too long yeah so don't because you both deserve a win i was like i'm gonna cry in this this is so sad Oh, yeah, no, um, archival boxes are terrifying. <laughs> the actual, like, initial emergence of Ultra, Ultron is one of the scariest things I've seen in a while. I loved it. I loved it. Well, because it really was... good. I, I, maybe not scary. It was just, like, very suspenseful. Yeah. And I was also... I also, when that initial droid got hit in the face with the Molotov cocktail or whatever that it damaged yeah, it yeah. i think i said i was like that's gonna be ultron yeah you're really good at picking up like small foreshadowing because it's kind of obvious but maybe not but thank you not I'll, t- I'll take that <laughs> i'll take that um i'm also 32 watching movies that were made for teenagers easy easy <laughs> i was 24 when i went to go see this in theaters with all of my friends well, and I'm also, like, looking for stuff like that. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So. We are wa- we are watching these in a way different way than I watch them in theaters. Yeah. I, I didn't bring a fucking notebook to the theater. No. That would have been pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, Steve kicking a table at Ultron <laughs> is some quick-ass thinking. Yeah. And that gave them enough time. It was cool how that scene unfolded where... Like, of course, Maria Hill has a gun on her. Natasha jumps over the bar and rips Bruce over her. And then there are, like, guns hidden all over the place. And, yeah. Um, and then the other droids fucking pop up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Such a nightmare. So, that whole thing happens. And I love that the ending was like, oh, Ultron wiped everything and escaped through the internet. <laughs> There's actually a meme I saw that I have to send you now, or maybe after this movie, but someone made a meme it was like, I respect Ultron. Ultron spent two minutes on the internet and was like, nah, he mean and he's got to go. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite memes ever. Yeah. No, I, it's wild. Um, and then again, I don't remember all of the context, but something about like saying when you're wrong or whatever it may be, and then... Um, Bruce Banner saying to Tony, only when I created a murder bot. Oh, I, the reason I know this verbatim is because myself and Waheed quoted this line so many times. Because Thor Let's gets all it. pissy. Yep. And um, Dr. Cho, I think, says something and Tony starts laughing and Bruce is like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And he's like, what? You just... That's it? You just roll over, show your belly every time somebody snarls? Only when I've created a murder bot. (laughs) 
Because he just like says it in such like a bland. Yeah. Like, yeah. Back to a point that we made movies and movies ago. There is no way Ed Norton could have that kind of chemistry with Robert Downey to no. make scenes like that happen. We've been fucking terrible. No, he cannot have been as comically likable. No. As Mark Ruffalo's performance. Like, I've never seen anything that Edward Norton has ever been in, and I don't want to. <laughs> like, a- after Ed seeing Norton me- is a fantastic actor who's been in some classic films. Sure. He was the lead character in Fight Club. Uh, I've never seen it. You've never seen Fight Club? Nope. There's fighting. Or American... You've never seen American History X. Nope. Or Red Dragon. Nope. Ed Norton's been in some really good shit. He's a good actor. Well, if... Let, let's... Pay, I'll paint you a word picture here. Say your only film you've ever seen of his is The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it, you probably wouldn't watch anything else no. he's in. <laughs> it, it doesn't beg me to go see his other shit. It makes me want to actively avoid anything his name is attached to. Because that is probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, you can't judge people off one movie, though. Fucking Chris Evans was a Not Another Teen movie. I fucking love Not Another With Teen movie. The Banana Split. You know who else was a Not Another Teen movie? A lot of people were in Not Another Teen movies. You know who had a cameo? Who? Josh Radner. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was the campus advisor who was giving him the tour. Oh, man. So good. Anyway. <laughs> yes, oh. I could understand if your introduction to Edward Norton was Incredible Hulk, you not thinking he's a great actor. No, not at all. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I just don't think he could have pulled off Hulk in this team dynamic as well as Mark Ruffalo. No, no, not at all. He acted like he just stick up his ass. So who put the six up there? <laughs> so Hawkeye is on the phone and states and they're on the ship or somewhere and he states um I only answer to you. Yes, ma'am. Cap walks by and goes, "Who is that?" And he said, oh, it's my girlfriend. (laughs) And I was like, but he doesn't have a girlfriend. So I, that kind of set it up for me believing that maybe Hawkeye was double crossing them. Or maybe he was, especially when he was like driving the ship to what he referred to as a safe house. I was like, I don't trust this motherfucker. (laughs) What if he's leading them all into a fight? Yeah. I don't know. I was very skeptical about that whole thing. Yeah. So that was very tricky on their part. Yeah. (laughs) setting it up uh yeah so they find this they find the arms dealer and we hear about wakanda for the first time Mm -hmm. because he has the word thief branded on his neck yes um and so of course he stole vibranium yeah oh my god it was like wakanda forever (laughs) so I and also if we had never started this, I probably would have never watched well, I still haven't watched Black Panther. Yeah. But I will. Yeah. And if we hadn't started this, I would have never actively watched Black Panther. No. So I'm excited that at some point we will watch Black Panther. Relatively soon? Yeah. Yeah. It's only a few movies away. Okay. So <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited and that they're starting to kind of like open up the world a little bit because mm-hmm. From what I understand of Wakanda, it is a country. Originally, I was like, oh, they, they framed it in such a way that it was like, I, I thought maybe it was like not a different planet, but like mm-hmm. something. It seems very insular and it seems very like Wakanda first. 
Like, yes. people, it, it feels to me like people aren't really allowed in or out. Kind of. But I don't, but I don't know, like, how or why. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they have free health care and education. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they're socialist. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know... I'm excited to learn more about Wakanda in the future. And mm-hmm. I'm. it was very exciting that they, like, mentioned Wakanda again because mm-hmm. they haven't specifically... I think aside from saying... Uh, talking about the vibranium in the first Captain America, mm-hmm. I don't think they specifically have said anything about Wakanda. No. Yeah. Okay. So I'm pumped about that. Yes. Me too. So they all kind of descend on the arms dealer at the same time yeah and you're like okay none of this is gonna go well (laughs) so and it's like there are two people there fighting for the same thing or two different groups there fighting for the same thing Mm -hmm. and we saw how badly wanda could fuck up tony initially Mm -hmm. and then we see her maybe was it at the same time that she was fucking everybody up Mind fucking... No, she... I think Tony was first, because Tony was the first scene in the movie. Yeah, but then, like, as they're all on the boat and shit... Yeah, that's when she had everyone else. Okay, but did she get everyone at the same time? Uh, one by one. Okay. And so I appreciate as she's, like, laying waste to people, she turns the corner to try to get Hawkeye, and he, like, shoots her with the mind control arrow yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Stick he's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, my thought about that. He already had, he has the technology to stop her from mind controlling him. So, in that arrow. I don't know what that arrow did. I think it was just like uh, electric shock or something. Okay. So, again, who knows if this is actually going to happen. I feel like at some point, I don't know if she's shown them their, their worst fears and so now they have seen them and they, she can't use them on them anymore. Or if, like, she'll come back and, like, show them something worse. Mm. So maybe that type of technology will be used to fight her mind control fuckery. Ooh. I don't know. Because mm. I feel like at some point they're going to figure out how to shut her shit down. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Um. The... Yeah, so that whole thing was... Inter- not entertaining. It was devastating to watch her, like, go through each person individually and just, like, wreck their lives. Yeah. And once again, Steve sees oh, Peggy. God. So rough. And he's just like, it's all a dream, be- or it's all a nightmare, because she's like, let's go home. And then he's standing there by himself. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. God. And I hate that she, like, couldn't let Bruce Banner go. Wanda. When, oh, when she yeah. was like, I want the big one. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Was like, what did she show him? I don't know. Yeah. Spoiler: You don't find out. You never find out. God damn. Well, Maybe you'll find out in She-Hulk because he's in She-Hulk. But yeah, they don't explore it in any of the movies. Well, it, that was very petty of her, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> um. Then you've got the whole so like you know Ultron runs off with all the vibranium mm-hmm. freaking Hulk Hulk's out and freaks the hell out yeah 
And then I've seen the scene before where Tony is has him by the leg and is or no, he's just punching him. He's like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> so like I've yeah. seen that scene before and mm-hmm. I I didn't know where what movie it was in. So I was yeah. like, Oh, I've seen that before. <laughs> um but also like all of these scenes are showing the larger like civilian casualties. Yes. And, you know, they're going through buildings. People are almost dying in elevators. He basically, he exploded a fucking building by dropping Hulk into it. Yeah. So but he, he bought it first and scanned to make sure there was no life. But the explosion or implosion of the building did damage on everybody around it. It did. A lot of damage. Yes. So, like... And I know he was doing that because, like, oh, I have to do this, blah, 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 like, to stop Hulk. But right. in stopping Hulk, he, like, fucked up an entire city. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that he is the Stark Aid Foundation. <laughs> so, yeah. cool, bud. Fun- yeah. Funnel your billions so- <laughs> into the inadvertent destruction all of you do when you're trying to save the world. Yeah. Fucking hate that. Yeah. It, keep- it comes back. Obviously. What, the Stark Relief Foundation? No, but the, like, the... Civilian casualties? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, at what cost... Like, you have all of these people who have advanced powers or technology or whatever, and, like, it feels very, like, Batman to me. Not that I've seen any Batman movies, but, like, he's a vigilante, isn't he? Yeah. So that's kind of what they feel like to me at this point, where, like, they're being sent to destroy something bigger but like it's not like there's just like a high fucking cost yeah yeah they really explore that in a couple movies during civil war Mm -hmm. when wanda takes out an entire building full of people and they have to sign the sarkovian accords kind of yeah (laughs) again I you know a lot of the plot of civil war because a freaking wandavision yeah there's a lot of shit you don't know, though. Oh, That's yeah. No, I'm sure. Exciting. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure I know, like, 1% of what's going on. Yeah. But, yeah, that moment does launch a big portion of the plot of Civil War. Lord. Yeah. So, they finally get everybody back on the ship. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there twitching, being like, Hawkeye's taking them somewhere fucking wild. And then we find out. Clint has a fucking wife and two and a half children. Mm-hmm. Two and a half. Well, yeah, she's like six months pregnant. Oh, yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that, like, the only person that knew was Natasha. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The look on everyone's faces was amazing. <laughs> they yeah. were like, Tony immediately was like, oh, she's an agent. And then the, the couple kids come running down. They're like, they're agents, too. And for how, like, normal the environment is, it's a very, like, abnormal set of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. They really definitely dig into Clint's, like, backstory, which is really cool. Yeah. Not backstory, but, like... Life. Yeah. Outside the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have that scene between Natasha and Bruce. Ah. And also... Bruce Banner doesn't have a terrible body. No. Like, he's got that, like, nerd, nerd hype bod. 
<laughs> like, okay, Bruce, maybe you're not Thor or Chris Evans, <laughs> but like, we see you. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll give... He does push-ups. Yeah, yeah. We'll give Bruce Banner's pecs a shout out. Yeah. 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 Um, It is horrifying that she, Natasha, shares with us that she had was forced to be sterilized for her graduation. Yeah. From the place that she was raised. The Red Room. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Red Room's gnarly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which I'm sure they'll explore more in her movie yeah in 15 movies from now it's like eight oh. nine and i just like i am starting to really want them to like very badly be together because yeah. i think they have a lot of shared trauma mm-hmm. and a lot of like the same lived experiences very differently yeah there are parallels for sure yeah yeah so i hope they're able to work it out and i don't know form some type of relationship somehow yeah who knows the then we have a very normal scene between clint and his wife where his wife is basically like please don't fucking die on me (laughs) yeah please keep it keep your shit together this was a close call yeah please fucking don't die on me yeah which then turns into hey tony can you go fix the uh the you fix the tractor <laughs> um but before that the wood chopping scene also like why is cap's shirt so tight dude they make no shirts tighter than that wow yeah it was tighter than under armor which i didn't think was possible was homie wearing like a medium medium an extra medium a medium oh my god you could see his abs through his shirt which was the point right this yeah. was they couldn't like find a good scene to put him shirtless so they did the next best thing and painted a fucking shirt on him oh my god yeah um you don't have a good marvel movie without some gratuitous male <laughs> nudity oh yeah and it was also another good point where you start to see like you know if you try hard enough you can rationalize anything mm-hmm. so both tony and um cap are creating cases for like the way that they their morals yeah. And how they function. Yeah. So you're able to, like, understand them from their different perspectives a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, like, Clint's wifey or partner, whomever, like, lured Tony into the barn and then fucking Nick Fury pops out. Yeah. Oh, man. And he... The conversation that he brings them into is just, like, so human. Where he's like, we don't have any... We don't have the best of everything anymore. I don't have eyes and ears everywhere. Yeah. All I have is you all. Yeah. And like you all can do something about it or you don't. And if you don't, we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it was very, I hadn't even thought about the possibility of Ultron having an enemy mm-hmm. besides them. Yeah. So... That is a really interesting thing to kind of think about is that there isn't necessarily somebody on the side of, oh, what if it's Loki? (laughs) What if Loki's all of a sudden fucking with Ultron? Yeah, you think that's it? Probably not. I don't think Loki gives a fuck about Earth anymore. Yeah. You do find out who it is. Good. Yeah. Is it going to be somebody we've already seen? 
They're not going to tell me. Fuck. (laughs) Because, like, I don't... Off the top of my head, I can't think of any one that has popped up previously that's a computer. Nope. No. Don't hurt yourself. Unless it's Darcy. You say Darcy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should be. Maybe Darcy's there with her intern's intern. Jesus. Just, like, fucking up Ultron, changing the codes every day. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? And then we fucking end with motherfucking Vision being created. The body. The body. Yeah. Okay. So the fucking body is created. Mm -hmm. So here are my wild theories. Okay. So I think that maybe Helen Cho has like inserted some type of fail safe into the body that because it's vision but vision was ultron so maybe tony slash this mystery hacker person is able to override the programming or the ai of ultron to insert jarvis maybe the fight ends up just being jarvis versus ultron in like the matrix <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what's happened. Okay. Um I don't know how I don't know how Wanda and Pietro are going to be because they're clearly villains right now. Mhm. I also think at some point they are not villains. Okay. But I don't know when that happens and I don't know how. Okay. And I have no idea why they wouldn't not fight for their country and fight to seek revenge on Tony Stark when he inadvertently killed their parents. Yeah. I don't know. Because the bad guys always think they're the good guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think what makes a good villain is they think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if and when they're going to not be villains. I know it, because obviously at some point Wanda isn't a villain i don't know if this happens this movie or not i don't know i don't know and i have no so thor i wonder if thor because he finds svelvig so maybe thor thinks that loki is actually running asgard right now maybe he's come to that realization because his, because his father is probably we don't know what where his father is. We don't know where Odin is, but we know that Loki is has taken over Asgard, or is ruling Asgard behind the guise of being Odin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't know why he grabbed Selvig. I have no idea. You'll find out. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have. This movie is very confusing and has a lot of twists and I don't fucking know what's going on. Yeah. I would love it if the Black Panther popped up somewhere. That'd be great. Yeah. So, who are your unsung heroes? Um, Nick Fury, I think, is my unsung hero here. Okay. Yeah. Because even without, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., pretty much everything Nick Fury knows is a lie, right? But he's still... Using his secret spy skills to try and do something good. 
Yeah. Because, like, Fury, besides the world not ending, there's nothing for Nick Fury to gain out of helping the Avengers anymore. Yep. Yeah. Who's your unsung hero? I think the Black Widow is my unsung hero. Yeah. Because she, from day one, has been the go-to person to interact with Bruce Banner. Oh, yeah. And she hasn't really been scared. She's just been wary. That's fair. And I think it is a lot for somebody who's probably, like, that hurt and has, like, maybe never known true love or has never even, like, explored her feelings to, like, actually reach out to him and try to, like, begin the conversation of, like, we're both fucked up, but, like, I'm here for that. Yeah. And I will... I will run away with you. Like, I want to be with you. I want to, like, explore what this can be. And, like, that takes a lot of strength. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you have anything else? No. I'm excited for you to see what happens in this last half. (sighs) Um, Before we sign off, we should um, give any recommendations that we have. Because we... So, both of us watch... How I Met Your Mother, that was, like, one of the big things that Jay and I bonded over. Uh-huh. And um, this new series came out, How I Met Your Father. And if you watch How I Met Your Mother, I would say give How I Met Your Mother uh, or How I Met Your Father a try, but with a grain of salt. Yeah, we're only... it. There's only two episodes out. Yeah, and, like, I read the reviews on it, <clears throat> and I... They were so funny. There were, like, tons and tons of one to three stars from, like, old angry people that were like, this is nothing like the original, blah, 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 like, all this shit. Yeah. And then there are a bunch of, like, tens from younger people, like, Generation Z and younger millennials that were like, sure, it's different, but I understand the pop culture references, and, like, this is in a younger voice. So, um... I think it, the first two episodes, I think were pretty good. Um, and I think there's a lot of room for it to get better. Yeah. And I'm excited. Yeah. So if you start to watch it, um, we'll take bets on who she actually ends up with and if it makes it past a season or a, you know, first season. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> yeah. So, um, thanks for tuning in. Please make sure to like and subscribe on your Spotify app or open up your Apple app and like, subscribe, and leave us a written review for cookies. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for diligently listening to the Marvel-less podcast with Rochelle and Jay. You are the true heroes of this universe. Keep their integrity heroic and let Jay know if they fucked up any details in this episode. Then stay tuned for the correction in the next episode's noted segment. Please like and subscribe on all podcast platforms and follow the adventure on Instagram at Marvel Less Podcast. Excelsior!